0: Hello and welcome to Beampod, the Merillion podcast, a Merillion podcast, sorry, <laughs> I'm making it sound like the definitive article. I'm Paul Rose, some of you might know me as Mr. Biffo, that's why my Patreon, www.patreon.com slash Mr. Biffo is called Mr. Biffo and not Beampod. Uh, I'm here once again with my dear wife, Sanya.
1: Hello.
0: That's become our thing, hasn't it, me saying that. I know we've been doing it for 40 odd episodes here with my dear wife, Sanya. Oh. I didn't mean it to become it a true, thing. Is what uh,
1: i'm dear to you
0: pens <laughs> pens when you don't snap <laughs> <laughs> how to wind her up from the off hey i um i've been feeling a bit bad recently about about all the things i've been saying
1: I know, it really got you down after a while, didn't it? it did. I mean, there was quite a few weeks
0: of it. A lot of weeks of negativity. Yeah, and
1: thanks it, 90s era.
0: Yeah, thanks Castle era, Marillion. I don't know, it, it was a lot of um, old feelings that were sort of brought up, but also just even just from a objective perspective, it was hard not to kind of look at things that were being said and the music that was being made and the lyrics that were being sung and... and Kind of go, well, this wasn't Marillion's finest hour or three years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, it is gonna get better going forwards. However, having relived my journey with Marillion during the nineties, I've been interested of late, and she's gonna kill me for putting her on the spot like this, Sanya's own journey with the castle era.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: Well... What do you mean? I've, I discussed this with you recently. Oh, how? Oh,
1: because I was... I'd be listening to an album. Well, the latest one, Marillion.com. I listened to it so many times. It's not even funny. Um, and then when... Because I was listening on Spotify. When it would get to the end of the album, just general songs related to Marillion would start shuffling through. And a lot of the time, it was fishier Marillion. And... Oh, every time I'd be like, oh, yes, this is so great. I really miss this. Oh, feel that energy. And now Paul thinks that I like fish better than, or fish era better than Well, H no, era. no,
0: that's not strictly. Well, yes, I do think that is the case uh, to a degree. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I do. And and I've read your energy and <laughs> I think that is the case. Yeah, I do think you Okay, you're more... maybe
1: at this point where we're up to. Yes. M- maybe it's still the scales at, are tipping slightly fish, the heavier towards maybe the fish scales are, sli- are slipping <laughs> tipping slightly heavier towards the fish era maybe yeah. but that doesn't mean but and also it feels really unfair to say because they're so completely different and that doesn't mean that the highs of the H era have been super super high even so far mm. so yeah I, I feel a bit embarrassed saying that Please i know but i think everyone, i think i know you didn't it, want to that... talk
0: about it because i when i, I sprung it on you the other day so which is why i thought well let's do it when we're recording because i think it's really important in terms of your experiencing what a lot of us went through in the 90s or it's happening to you in a much more compressed period of time mm. But we were all feeling that we were all like, "Where's our Marillion gone?"
1: I mean, this is this is the extent of it. One one of the days, Punch and Judy came on, wow. which was never one of my favourite songs, and I was like, "Oh yeah, this is great. Oh, I've missed this, Punch and Judy." Not it wasn't even one of my like top five or something. It yeah. was like it was one of the least favourite ones.
0: But it, it it's re- It was really interesting to me seeing this starting to happen with you. Having had these three albums, that uh, you know, and I—I've—I I, was me feeling bad about being negative, but I don't think we can ignore <laughs> the impact those three albums had on a large section of the fan base. Yes, you know, I stuck with them, mm. uh, obviously, because there was always enough hints of Meridian in there to um, to keep me going. I think I think why I felt a little bit bad over the last three albums is we've probably focused quite heavily on H and mm-hmm. some things that he said in the press. Yeah. Whereas, um, whereas musically it's still the same four guys in the yes. band that were in the band for Fugazi, Misplaced, Clutching at Straws, and yes, three of them were in the band for. For script for justice did they wrote the music
1: yeah the music is and, a huge part of it It's well ne- hang
0: on it's it's. I would argue you yeah, know it's equal yeah. <laughs> to, no, yes yeah.
1: exactly yes that you worded that much better um, the music is an integral part of it and it's not just about the lyrics that have changed yeah. or maybe we, sour we've taste been, in our mouths we've been whatever.
0: focusing on those quite heavily and I think mm. it's worth sort of saying that the, the music that Steve, Rother's, um, Mark, Ian, and Pete were making was very different to the music that they were making yeah. in the eighties.
1: Yeah, it didn't have that. It it didn't seem to have that kind of that energy anymore. That uh, I know. I do you know what? It feels a bit bad saying this because they were still producing good music. Maybe it was just like the last two or three albums. Well look,
0: we liked Radiation, you and I. Yeah. Bit more than its reputation. It still
1: didn't have that there's there's something about the Fish era music. There's it has a certain quality to it that sets it apart. It's got like an X factor to it. Mm. Which is probably why they shot to worldwide fame Mm. so rapidly. It's something about the energy of the music. It's not just about fish, although fish is a huge part of it. Which and it could be just because they were like really young and had tons of energy. Yeah, Who knows. Yeah, but that quality wasn't quite there in Meridian.com. This strange engine, Radiation, I like, but for a different reason. Brave, you can't even compare because it's on a on a completely different likewise Afraid of
0: Sunlight for me yeah which, which again you know I should I yeah. should we should you know as we're saying this I should also state or restate that Afraid of Sunlight is in my probably top three Marillion albums yeah um, and so I was missing that as much as I was missing Fish Era at that time mm. and it, it feels bad to call it Fish Era because yes you know it's an easy way to kind of categorise the two different eras mm-hmm. But yeah, the band were creating different music. The band, so should
1: we say earlier era?
0: That's probably more right, but it's not as easy. But the thing is, doesn't roll off the tongue. Yeah, Seasons End still sounded a bit Fish era, but it did feel like a stepping stone between the the bridging album between the two eras. Mm. Uh, So. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm just fascinated to hear your experience of this.
1: Mm, I know, and it's a bit uncomfortable to talk about because
0: because you really like age.
1: I do, yeah. And, you don't and want... I love the cu- modern day, the current Merillion sound. I love their music at the moment.
0: Well, you love at the sounds moment, that can't. That sounds weird. I I, I know going forward, Marillion. you love marbles. You love sounds that can't be made. You love fear.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, I know that. So, but. I get what you mean, and it's not
1: fair to compare the two eras because they're so.
0: But, but it is. I think it is. People often say this, mm. and I know. Again, I read an interview with H the other day where he again said we should have changed our name. This was from back in Animatophobia because I'm currently researching what was sort of said around that time. Yeah, he says we probably should have changed our name. However, changed our name. Sorry. Uh, however, other members of the band disagree. And I get that, Mm. because they're the same band. You know, four-fifths of them are the same band.
1: True.
0: So to say we should have changed our name, Mm. what's going on there is either H (laughs) disagreeing with the rest of the band over the impact he personally had, or H just feeling he... Just wanting to disassociate himself because that, that era cast such a large shadow. And you know, I six get and that, a half or wanting or
1: ownership of something, knowing yeah. that the band he was in was fully his, yeah. not an inherited band.
0: Yeah. but That's it,
1: completely understandable.
0: The thing is, it's also important for you to talk about mm. where you're at and check in with you where you're at at this point in the yeah. Meridian journey. Because things could change going forwards.
1: Yeah, they you know, could. I
0: know you're more familiar with the albums going forwards, or some of them, certainly. Um, but where you are right now, off the back of those three Castle albums... Mm, and you didn't, hearing
1: you, Fish ear and going, did miss You this. didn't
0: even love Afraid of Sunlight as much as I do.
1: I do love Afraid of Sunlight, but yeah. I mean, and it could also be, it's just about the context of where you're listening to the albums, because... You know, maybe the earlier era, Marillion, are great live.
0: Well, hang on, and yeah, but you... you're not. We're not going to for each album a live gig, are we? No, we're but when you're out them.
1: walking, it's nice to have like out upbeat.
0: What's that got to do with anything?
1: Whereas, well, maybe where the Castle years are better if you're just kind of like at home. No, chilling. they're just
0: no, don't, don't, don't try. No, no, the <laughs> Castle years aren't as good because they're not as good. Sorry, I'm saying that. Those three albums are not as good as as Afraid of Sunlight, Brave, probably Season's End. Uh, I'd probably prefer Holidays in Eden to the three Castle albums. Wow. And all four albums prior to Season's End. Everything up to Afraid of Sunlight is better than this strange engine, Uh, Radiation and Meridian.com. That's a fact. (laughs) Fair enough. That's fact. I you can all argue with me if you want. It's fact. <laughs> and Sanya's journey has proven it.
1: Wow. The
0: fact that Sanya is here right now in 2021, pining for the fish era. <laughs> and she's really uncomfortable talking about this, but I know what she's been saying. <laughs> <laughs> I know what she's been saying in private.
1: Oh, okay, oh look, fine.
0: she Yeah, admit it. I know You're I'd pining to... for the fish era. Okay,
1: yeah, I am.
0: Yeah, there we go.
1: I love the fish era; it's great.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, I don't think Animatrophobia is going to solve. No, um, and I don't know. I mean,
1: the thing is, the earlier era, Marillion, is so unique; nothing is ever going to be able to compare to it.
0: Yeah, well, what, it's, it's not. Yeah. It's
1: all it's in its own special little bubble.
0: And that's, I mean, that's ironic because that's the era that they were being compared to Genesis.
1: Yeah, weird.
0: But. Uh, who we're meant to be seeing live next month. Ooh. Uh, good, luck. good luck good, to us. Good luck to us, yeah. But um, the irony is, those Castle years, as we've established, are the years where H is constantly going, oh, we try to write a song sounding like dot, 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 oh, dot, right. dot, 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 dot. Yeah. And you've just sort of said that the fish era is unique. I don't think the fish era, well, broadly, broadly, no, broadly, doesn't sound like Genesis. Right. It doesn't. Okay. Uh, I don't see it, and I'm a big Genesis I'm fan. Not,
1: I've never listened to Genesis apart from a couple of songs, so yeah. I can't Okay, compare. come on,
0: Grendel, shamelessly. But beyond that, I don't think you can compare Market Square Heroes, their first single to anything by Genesis, really. Um, what, back in New York City? I don't know. Not really. Uh, so so I don't I don't stand by that you know there's certainly no more influenced by Genesis than any band was influenced by anyone else you know the Beatles were influenced by sort of Chuck Berry and Little Richard and, and Elvis and people but I think you're right Marillion in the 90s did sort of lose some of their uniqueness
1: yeah is what that's that could they, be it
0: yeah they st-
1: yes actually yes because Brave was really unique
0: yeah Brave, brave sounds like no one else.
1: Brave sounds like no one else. It's yeah. it's really stands out.
0: Yeah. And what as well... Funny enough, we were talking about this the other day because it came up on YouTube, Merillion's version of Bed Shape by Keane, which when I heard it, I went, oh, that's the most Meridian-y song uh, that Merillion have never done. Now, I was talking then specifically about h and Merillion, So when I heard that, you know, I had an, an idea of what h Year and Merillion sounded like. Right. right. But once you kind of get deeper into the castle years, I started to lose sight of what h Year and Merillion yeah. sounded like.
1: Yeah. There were sprinklings here and there. Yeah. You know, there are songs on those albums that do stand out as like pure Merillion, like This Strange Engine or Go or House. No, House. House? No, House is kind of different isn't it the mm. house doesn't scream Marillion to me
0: no though it, neither does it scream to me massive attack
1: <laughs> <I know, laughs> you know, we started him off again
0: well we watched the massive attack didn't we yeah yeah. Uh, no, yeah. well there
1: was one song that you could kind of go mm, I can see what H means when he says it was inspired by massive attack but yeah. it was a subtle similarity
0: yeah cracking on Our first letter is from our old friend Chai, who was star of a recent H podcast Q and A. Oh, yeah, got a question answered.
1: Oh yeah, he asked a good question too.
0: Yeah, my question didn't get answered.
1: Did it not? What was your
0: question? That's about beyond what's beyond you about.
1: (laughs) Again, you you just keep asking. I only asked the
0: one. I only asked the ones, and (laughs) Ann Short made it very clear that he wasn't going to say. What I, thought, about. I
1: thought you just kept sending in the same oh. question every week.
0: I, my latest question was Can you make a leather jacket out of wasps? <laughs> Wasp skin. Ew. <laughs> I didn't send that in. Oh. Right. Chai says Meridian.com was the final Meridian album released before I was born. That's how young Chai is. 17 days after its release, Baby Chai entered the world. I'm really excited to get albums released in my lifetime. I like being able to reference my own life and experience against the release date of an album. I really enjoyed *A Legacy. I love how it bounces from one style to another. I can see why someone wouldn't like it, but in my opinion, the keyboard especially is very strong. Deserve irritates the hell out of me. H saying, unhappiness isn't really related to anything other than a state of mind. In the album, liner notes, is such an aggressively privileged and or ignorant thing to say. Wow absolutely our attitudes and the way we approach problems and situations have a huge impact on our mental health and feelings and it can be incredibly hard if not impossible to recover from bad situations and experiences without curiosity towards our feelings radical acceptance of how we feel and a willingness to process understand and accept what has happened that said saying that state of mind is the only thing that impacts happiness or unhappiness is absolute bollocks (laughs)
1: you po- tell him try <laughs>
0: yeah poverty yeah why don't you why don't you write this to him go on see if he answers well
1: no because it was it, it was h from the 90s
0: yes Or well, we'll address it to h from the 90s <laughs> um, poverty lack of access to opportunity lack of security e.g few security housing security lack of support lack of access to education and a million other factors are vitally important to consider I know he does clarify he's talking about humans, how humans behave not only as individuals but collectively, which makes it somewhat more understandably understandable. Collective capitalist greed is definitely a source of unhappiness and pain but it still just pissed me right off. Maybe my least favourite Meridian song of all time.
1: Wow.
0: I mean, it's probably my least favourite Meridian lyric, I think.
1: Yeah, it's up there.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, it's down there.
0: Um, he carries on. Uh, go is eh. That's interesting rare you hear someone think that go is air eh. rich oh is, is it yeah rich is air eh, but with great guitars enlightened is air eh. built in bastard radar made me snort laugh when i first saw the title i don't think enough songs say bastard you get a fair amount of fuck shit bitch shit etc in songs but not many bastards i like it for that reason tumble down the years is okay better than most of the album I love interior Lulu. Even after reading the explanation of song elements page, I'm not 100 sure what it's about. I don't think anyone is, even the people who wrote the lyrics. But I love it regardless. Banger. House's lyrics are painful, knowing that the relationship. Oops, sorry oh, about that. Sanya. God. Oh my God. Stop goodness. it! What are you doing? I didn't do it. It's turn just the sound off. How do you turn it off? Ruining the podcast. You're ruining the podcast. <laughs> Turn the sound off on this I'll thing. just leave it. It's fine. H's dings all the time on his podcast. And he's a professional. Uh, House's lyrics are painful knowing that the relationship would permanently end a few years later. Otherwise, it's eh. That's it.
1: Okay. Not a fan of go.
0: Not a fan of deserve.
1: Fair enough.
0: Fair enough. Or enlightened. Or... Um, One of the others, I can't remember which other one he said was... uh, Enlightened. uh, Rich. Enlightened. Rich. Go rich. Yeah. There we go. And house. Yeah, and house. All right, next one is from our old friend, Daddy Daddy G. Daddy Daddy G. G. Daddy, Daddy Daddy, Daddy, Daddy G. G. I don't think you should be doing the lower part of that, and I (laughs) (laughs) should do the higher one. I'm not sure that's the best way to sing that
1: how long I can go. Daddy! Daddy, 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 Daddy G! Daddy! Daddy, 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 Daddy G! Daddy,
0: John Anderson, eat your heart out.
1: Angry Anderson, eat your heart.
0: No. Out. No. <laughs> <laughs> go. Daddy G. Hello
1: again, Paul and Sonia. It's Paul G. yet again. And this time I'm going to tell you what I think of Marillion.com. Now, so far you have been pretty much agreeable with what I have said on previous albums, which is great. Although you have been picky on some choice you have been picky on some choice tracks like Paper Lies.
0: Oh, what an idiot. I love this song. What an idiot. Paul I don't really think that, Daddy G. You're not an idiot. You just got terrible taste.
1: Estonia. I liked Estonia, Daddy G.
0: I like Estonia. Do you? I just find it a bit. No, you didn't. Find it a bit overplayed. I'm bored of it being played.
1: Rewind the time. You did not like Estonia. No,
0: that's not true. I find lyrically, I find it a bit trite. Yeah.
1: You went into a huge rant about Estonia. Yeah,
0: about grief. Mostly about grief. I think the song's all right. It's pretty. I don't think it's the classic that everyone else thinks it is. (laughs) I don't find it the classic. Uh, I find it just a little bit boring And it's been overplayed live And because I find it a little bit boring And live I don't want to be bored
1: Okay, well Daddy G continues with some more controversial views Um, He also says The ending of Man of a Thousand Faces Because he doesn't like it
0: I take it back, he is an idiot
1: No, stop This is all good and well as every Marillion fan has very differing views on their work down the years and it is fascinating to hear you discuss their career. Addictive, in fact.
0: Oh, get us?
1: He didn't say addicting.
0: Well, he's not American then.
1: I'd like to post my thoughts on their album before I hear yours and compare. This album, you have already mentioned, is their worst album. And although I think it's in their lower tier... It's certainly better than radiation and offers far better master- no, ha! production slash mixing and mastery. Production, mixing and mastering. What did I, I say?
0: I say people are focusing on the production being better than radiation and that's why people like it more. What have I said? Daddy G, you've proven it.
1: It's a mishmash of an album that has a few songs that are clearly incomplete. I said that too. Some that are quite radio friendly. Yes, I did say that. And others that are forgettable. Mm. There, There is definitely one that's completely forgettable because I keep forgetting it on there.
0: Enlightened? Yeah. yeah.
1: But I love Enlightened at the same time, so oh, that's yeah. really hard. It's like um, me.
0: You love me, but you keep forgetting me.
1: What? <laughs> no one could ever forget you. Mm. No one could ever forget you. Mm. Um, A legacy has to be the worst opening track to any any of their albums. I agree. Wow. I agree. What is this mess all about? It's certainly not prog and goes from one extreme to another. At 1 minute 43, H murmurs incomprehensible words <laughs> up until 2 minutes 18, which suggests he didn't have the lyrics for that part ready at the time of recording. It's downright embarrassing to hear this song and to put it at the start of the record is plain silly. I think this song is far from complete and should have been shelved.
0: Well, yeah, Funny enough, now that you say it, I think I'm going to lump it in there with Bastard Radar and tumble down the years as an incomplete song. You're right, I've just stuck a load of bits together, even though H seems to think it's up there with the best of the Beatles.
1: So do you think it was like, what? Really?
0: Well, yeah, he went on about, he thought it was Beatles-esque uh and then
1: well hopefully not the best of the beat maybe the worst oh, of the, the way he talked
0: about it, he loved the song at the time do
1: you think they just copied and pasted bits of other like jamming <laughs> well, sessions well, that is together li- and that is
0: literally what they've done too. that's what they've done for their last few albums but <laughs> i think perhaps but the with a bit been... more
1: artistry
0: yeah usually uh, it's interesting more, though the mumbling most... bit because he does literally do that on happiness is the road there's a song called Half the World on there. Yeah. Where he's been singing the lyrics, lyrics, and then he gets this bit where he goes, It doesn't annoy me because it's so ridiculous. Because <laughs> he clearly hasn't like finished the lyrics and just gone they like, you know, sung the melody because he couldn't get the lyrics done and just went, that'll do. <laughs> which there's a lot of that wow. on Happiness is the road, which has a broadly I like the album, but one disc is great and the other disc is like just, they just slapped on whatever they had left over. Which song is Half it? Half the World. Half the okay. Which is a great song. I really like a great pop song. One of I'm their better pop songs. Mm. And they've done some good pop songs. Anyway, sorry.
1: Okay. Deserve, Rich and Tumble Down the Years are the radio-friendly songs on the album. They're catchy, easy to sing along to and better than most songs off of radiation. No, they're
0: not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know Marillion don't often make radio-friendly songs, especially on recent albums, but these are kind of nice ditties. Tumble Down the Years is far too short. No, now.
0: no. Look, Tumble Down the Years is pretty.
1: It <laughs> needs to be a 20-minute epic. G- what
0: what, what a sort of assertion is that, Daddy G? Look, I love you, Daddy G, but, <laughs> but... You're making some terrible errors in this, this letter. I mean, also, I, I, I disagree that Meridian don't write radio for any songs. They do. They just generally don't put the best ones out as singles. All
1: right, let's continue. Enlightened is my favourite song on the album. It wasn't at first, but it grew on me. It starts a bit like Afraid of Sunrise and has a nice chorus which works well. I have to say, this song is very good mm. indeed, and I think Sanya is going to say she is going to love this song.
0: But also, says, I think
1: Sanya is going to say she is going to love this song.
0: But also, she says that she can't remember it's on there. No, I, yeah, but I do like love her, it, like her husband. I,
1: stop! Why do you keep saying
0: that? <laughs> remember that time you? You're
1: really memorable.
0: Nice <laughs> remembering you. That's probably you the best thing anyone's into, ever said to me.
1: It <laughs> was popping into my memories. Okay. And it's like, oh, he's lovely. Oh, that's nice. Oh, he's so memorable. That's nice. Um, yeah. yeah, I love "Enlightened." It is a fantastic song, but for some reason, it doesn't, it doesn't stand out. Like when I think of Dotcom, I don't think, oh, "Enlightened" straight away. No. Okay, "Go" is not too bad, but hardly gets out of first gear. It builds up nicely, but the best part is from 4.48 onwards, as H sings Wide Awake on the Edge of the World. I would rate this one as the second
0: best on the record. Ah, he doesn't like... Another one who doesn't rave about Go. Interesting.
1: He's just said it's just his second favourite.
0: Yeah, but he does also say that it hardly gets out of first gear and not too bad, as damning with faint praise.
1: <laughs> but then to be yeah. second place is pretty good. Hmm. Um, Now we get to the lesser tracks
0: Okay. Uh Oh,
1: Built in Busted Radar is terrible (laughs) (laughs) I cannot believe they put this on the album It's got no appealing qualities to me at all And the chorus is laughable This is a quick skip for me I have to say that live it sounded much better But it's still a bad song Interior Lulu is a 15 minute prog song But let's face it, it's pretty bland, isn't it? I believe it was recorded during the radiation recording sessions but was shelved as it wasn't complete. Well, they need not have bothered patching it up as it's a big thumbs down from me. Mm-hmm. It's no This Strange Engine either, like some fans seem to think.
0: Oh, well, I'd agree with that.
1: Um, but during... it's about,
0: well, no, I wouldn't agree with all of that because I, like, I really like bits of interior Lulu.
1: Right, but compare it to This Strange Engine?
0: I don't know, it's not, nowhere near as good. But maybe the issue with this album was an issue of arrangement. And just
1: possibly yeah, yeah i mean starting with a legacy is mm. like that was not a smart move
0: no no it that instantly got my back up when yeah, i first same, heard it same yeah. it was like sort of rocky yeah. start it, it was like meeting someone for the first time and the first thing that they do is go "Yeah!" <laughs> you're like go when you're trying to yeah. like
1: calm down and be peaceful
0: yeah or you would be like okay so you've got um a job interview and you first you meet you know, your boss for the first time and he goes, you know, as you walk through the door, he goes, What's that? <laughs> <laughs> or vice versa. Imagine going into a job interview like that. Yeah. Walking in, the boss is there, high nice to meet you, you go, What's that? <laughs> What's
1: that? <laughs> I was the boss, I'd hire them instantly.
0: <laughs> they didn't
1: even have to yeah. do any work, they could just be there to be entertaining. That's
0: what a legacy is, anyway.
1: Alright. Um oh my goodness. During my first listen of a- house? House? <laughs> house? house. what? Where did that come from? <laughs> During my first listen of house, I actually <coughs> fell asleep halfway through it.
0: I've just realized something. That That's great. not a good start. No. If you take the U out of house and changed it with an R, the song would be called Horse.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well done.
0: <laughs> Carry on.
1: Uh did you hear, Daddy G fell asleep during his first listening? Yeah,
0: I obviously fell asleep during that sentence it's about, it's <laughs> because about, it was about house. about house, I drifted off and went, "Oh, a house." The word is closer to the word horse than I realised.
1: <laughs> um, I had someone buy me the CD on the day of release, but I didn't get home from work till about ten thirty pm. So after having a late tea, I set up my headphones and started listening to the record at about eleven fifteen pm. I was very tired. House started playing after midnight. It clearly sent me to sleep. The song is a complete snooze fest. <laughs> Marillion has been churning out great album closes in the 90s. But this one, oh my goodness, what a letdown. I can hardly get through it now for this refresher, but thankfully it has just finished. Um, what? But...
0: Ref- I can hardly <laughs> get through
1: it now for this refresher.
0: The refresher—he's just listened to it. He's listening to it. Oh, so, okay. To refresh so, his uh, memory. Can I
1: read that again? No, I can hardly no. get through it now. No, this... I'm no, no, I'm not going to let you. I'm going to talk all over you. I to read it again. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're hired.
0: No, let me just. No, that's fine. They got the idea.
1: No, I need to say the sentence a bit better. I'm
0: going to cut I, it out.
1: I can. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going to cut it out. so There's <laughs> no point.
1: Do that.
0: I'm I wanna leave hard- in the bomb up by shout over you.
1: <laughs> you're hired. I can, I can hardly get
0: What's up? <laughs> Stop. You're not
1: doing it to me, you're doing it to Daddy G. He
0: wanted me to do this.
1: I can hardly get through it.
0: <laughs> he asked me to do this. I can,
1: I can hardly get through it now for this refresher. What's up? <laughs> but thankfully it has What's up? just finished. What's up?
0: Oh, I can hardly get through it now for this be, refresher, but We're we'll going be complaining just about it on Reddit again. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> huh? That's so, out. Oh, okay. You have, oh my you God, you're it. still watching up No, no, me. I was just trying to stop you from reading it again. Freeze
1: it. No. No one uses anyone. It was like mm. one advert in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> this is like how many years later, I decades care. later, still yeah. going on about. What's up?
0: Uh, well, um, I will say, though, with that, sorry, to yeah. get back on track, I think the point of House is to be a snooze fest. Is it? I think it's meant to be...
1: Oh, because the house is empty? There's uh, no, nobody
0: na- in it? No, no, I just, musically, I just think it's meant to be like a chilled sort of play out. The, the real, the sort of end to the album is is interior Lulu and then house is the over the end credits. Right. Yeah. The climax of the album is that end of Lulu. Ah. I just think that's, that's the idea. I mean, yes, I still think it's too long, but I think that's what they were going for. Placing it there.
1: Interesting thought. So I feel that Merillion.com is better than the last record, but still not great. Somewhere in the bottom half of their discography is its place. Thankfully, they say goodbye to Castle and move into the 21st century with their fundraising strategy, which worked really well for the next album, Anarachnophobia. Anarachnophobia contains—it's <laughs> <laughs> because there's a full stop, but there's no space, so I thought it was part of the same. Sandy's
0: criticising your typing. <laughs> I'm
1: not. I just like like. <laughs>
0: okay. having a go at you, Paul, <laughs> Daddy G. Sandy's <laughs> I'm having a go. Not, I'm She's not. Having a real go.
1: Anarachnophobia contains many over long... Start again, start again. It's almost like someone's been
0: interrupting you throughout the reading of this letter. What's that? that. (laughs)
1: Um, Anarachnophobia contains many overly long songs, but it's a big step in the right direction for the greatness that was to follow.
0: Thank you, Paul, Daddy, G. Sorry for being such a hyperactive toddler during that letter.
1: Yeah, you didn't let him finish his sentence many a time. Uh,
0: Yeah. Oh... Imagine imagine that. What? Is that <laughs> what? a dig? <laughs> imagine, imagine having that happen to you all the time. Uh thank you. I genuinely I'm not you're not an idiot. I am and you're entitled to your wrong opinions. And your right ones too. Right, next letter is from I think this is someone who hasn't written in before, Kester.
1: Yeah, Kest- Kester
0: Roper. Oh, Kester Roper.
1: Did I forget to write his surname? Yeah. George. Oh, George. That was such a good show. George and Mildred. George and Mildred. You know, I
0: went out for lunch once with George out of George and Mildred. Was
1: he a nice fellow? Have I told you
0: that before? Yeah. Oh, I have. Okay. I was just
1: pretending that it was... Oh, the for was the purposes
0: of the podcast. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, everyone listening at home, I once went out for lunch with Brian Murphy, who played George out of George and Mildred. He was lovely. but he What was... did you
1: talk about?
0: I don't remember. <laughs> he was was in, it just you and him? No, they were the uh, producer and director. It was for an animation that I'd written. He, was, he did a voice in it. Oh. Uh, best cast of anything I've ever used to love
1: George and Mildred done. as a kid. It yeah. used to be on... I, mean, I don't I can't remember, in the afternoons or something.
0: It's not really what this podcast is about, is it?
1: Yes, it's not the George and Mildred podcast. No.
0: Kester says... Um, I'll be honest I've not got much to say about .com I don't care what type of music Meridian make it could be sparse, poppy, rocky, proggy whatever they want but they set the bar very high for themselves and on this album the vast majority of the material is just not very good unfortunately pretty much all of the tracks are half bait and the whole thing has the air of a band who are lacking motivation ideas which given their label situation would be understandable I love Go and the last half of Interior Lulu is amazing agreed Interior Lulu is an interesting one. I remember hearing a demo version on their fan club Christmas CD and really liked it and was great looking forward to hearing the finished version. However, on first listen, I thought, oh no, they've made it worse. Oh no. An opinion I still hold. Have Meridian ever made a more unpleasant sound than when that dreadful keyboard dune crashes in halfway through? It's like a migraine set to music or like someone going, what's up in the middle of a nice dinner? dinner party you're all sitting round
1: <laughs> I would be like thank god he's at this dinner party
0: hey we should tell the story of that dinner party we went to
1: oh that was awful I'll tell I'll,
0: I'll tell it at the end
1: is there a story
0: there is a uh, there is a story I'll tell it at the end uh, another question I wish
1: someone was there singing
0: what's up well yeah uh, another question has any band released consecutive albums with worse titles than dot cop sorry I've got the giggles now um uh, <laughs> Another question has any band released consecutive albums with worse titles than Dotcom and Anarachnophobia? What were they thinking? I don't know how I feel about the title Anarachnophobia, but let's get to it when we get to the album.
1: Was that part of the letter or was that you talking? That
0: was <laughs> that was me talking. Oh
1: Uh
0: it didn't Oh
1: yeah. I think yes. What? You've mentioned that before.
0: Well no, because a lot of people don't like the title. Yeah. And I don't know if I dislike it. Right. Yeah. In fact, here's a here's a little, um, little factoid for you, everyone. Uh, it was used as a title of a, before this album came out, I believe, of a Wallace and Gromit comic or graphic novel. Was uh, it? Yeah. Oh. And also it was the title of an episode of My Parents Are Aliens.
1: Oh, no wonder you like it then. Or aren't sure if you dislike it.
0: Thank you for preempting me. I wrote that episode of My Parents Are Aliens. Exactly, that's yeah. what I'm
1: saying. No wonder you not you're not sure if you dislike
0: it. No, I just I, this got nothing to do with the fact that I named an episode of My Parents Are Aliens.
1: Well, you which is a British named... kids
0: show, by the way, for those who aren't in the you UK. You wouldn't have
1: named it that if it was something that you didn't like, surely.
0: No, I don't don't know. I, yeah, I know mean, a lot of people don't like I'm, it. And you, a lot... Have you
1: ever written an episode called "What's Up"?
0: <laughs> no, or dot .com
1: exactly, uh, or dot .com.
0: That would have been a good title, Aliens.com. Anyway, I digress. The, um, and the cover, a lot of people don't like the cover. Really? Um, oh, the cover's all and right. I like the cover. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, um, anyway. We'll, we'll talk about that when we get to it. All right. Uh, so, what were they thinking? It didn't get any better when I saw them on this tour. They were playing a small club in Dudley, quite a come down from the Wolverhampton Civic, which had become their usual haunt. Seeing them there on a very small stage in front of a few hundred fans playing a fairly turgid set on the back of a poor album was slightly shocking. Of course, I put on a brave face, but inside I was thinking, what has become of the band I loved? Thank goodness things got better. On a tangent, you mentioned that you like hearing how people got into Meridian. Here is my story. I used to be in the Boys brigade in my youth. There was a large group of about 10 of my friends there that really loved Meridian and would always be playing them on ghetto blasters and the like. This was in the misplaced clutching era. Being a contrarian by nature, I was determined not to like Meridian and beat my own path with Rush and whoever else I was listening to at the time. Admittedly, I heard Incubus and enjoyed it, but remained resolute in my dislike of Meridian. The first chink in the armour was the space, then a couple of years later I thought Cover My Eyes was great. Still not a fan though. But then my sister had a copy of Brave when it came out. I think it was her boyfriends, really. Something about the cover grabbed me. I had to listen to the music behind that cover. I ran a bath, opposite, without knowing it, due to the film. There's a bath sequence in it. Ah. Turned up the studio and listened. Right from the off, I was a goner, and have been ever since. Of course, I went back and loved almost all of the previous albums too. Kester. So, a couple of things there. I can't remember if I'm going to... I am going to get to the uh, the dinner party story. It's got nothing to do with Meridian, but I will get to it. Oh, oh well done. Sandy just dropped the iPad. Um, the, uh, I, I think it was the dot-com tour, and I don't know if I've talked about this, where they had this um, novel lighting stroke staging theme going on where the band came on stage and in front of them was basically a net curtain that covered the entire stage. So mm-hmm. the band were just sort of kind of hazy behind it.
1: I think you mentioned this in a previous episode. Did I?
0: Possibly. Well, pro- probably. Uh, I've certainly mentioned it to you outside the podcast.
1: Oh, maybe it was outside the And they,
0: kept, they had this net curtain and then projections would be shone on the net curtain there'd still be lights behind the curtain, but you couldn't really see the band or or H. And you think, oh, okay, at first I thought, oh, this is, this is quite a novel idea. This is interesting. Uh, and then they kept the bloody curtain up for four songs or something like that before <laughs> dropping it. So basically you couldn't see so you, the band. Gone,
1: you've gone to see the band, but you can't see yeah, them. You're
0: basically seeing a curtain with things projected on it for like the first 20 minutes of the gig. It really screwed up the atmosphere thankfully they never did it again but i think that was the dot com tour um awful
1: very fitting then
0: for dot com yeah shall i quickly tell this story
1: yeah i don't understand what what well, is interesting about it what is interesting like, about it it was a it. really okay. awkward possibly one of the possibly the most awkward Dinner party. I never go to dinner parties anyway. Thanks. Well, that's my
0: point. We don't go to dinner parties. Please
1: never invite us to a dinner party.
0: We don't do dinner parties. Please don't. It's so
1: awkward. We're we're, we're
0: quite. We're not posh. We're not posh. We're quite working class.
1: We'll go to a barbecue, Uh, but not a a dinner party.
0: We'll go to the pub. That's fine. All right. Yeah. But um, we had a quite poshish friend who um, invited us to her house. We kind of like, it was a bit like, oh, We didn't really know is, her we that didn't well. We know her that well, but we work in similar circles. And we were invited and uh, so we were a little bit dreading it just because we're not posh. I mean, my main re- memory of going to a sort of dinner was as a kid once uh, with my dad and my mum and a f- friend of his from work. I got a fit of giggles during the meal. And spat coleslaw all over the table. I had a mouthful of coleslaw and I burst out laughing. Because <laughs> of something. I was so bored. I imagined something.
1: Oh, how strange that right. that happened to me actually during this yes, dinner party. Yes, it had I got a fit of giggles because it was so awkward and just... Boor- well, not boring sounds mean, but it was really awkward. It was awkward for us. That I got inappropriate giggles and then had to make up a story about why I was laughing when really it was just because it was really awkward.
0: Now... Why it's an interesting story, that's all going on for you. However, when we turn up, it's just us, my uh, acquaintance stroke friend. Who is lovely. Who is absolutely lovely. Who we love lovely, hanging out with. Lovely lady. Um, and her husband. And also her best friend and her husband. Now, I didn't know that her best friend was Janet Ellis, who used to be a presenter of the the, the kids' TV show Blue Peter. So I rock up. Janet Ellis is sat there. We're sort of in a room with Janet Ellis, who I'd grown up watching on TV, right? Well, my head is just going, ask her about Blue Peter. Go on, ask her about Blue Peter. Ask her about that episode of Doctor Who she was in. Go on, ask her, ask her, ask her, ask her. So my brain was just shutting down. While also aware that you were, I don't know. <laughs>
1: shutting down. Shutting
0: down as well. And I'm trying to kind of get beyond the fact that I'm sat having a meal with Janet Ellis from Blue Peter unprepared. If I'd been prepared for it, it would have been all right. I, think I may have even joked to you in the car or something about, because I think she might've mentioned that she knew Janet Ellis.
1: Right. And
0: I, I even said to you in the car on the way there, oh, imagine if Janet Ellis was there and then I walk in and Janet Ellis is there but it's not like a big party there's like, like sort of six of us think, in total I think
1: the issue was it's like it's sitting around a table eating when you feel you have to be like on your best behaviour and stuff because if, don't do if best it wasn't behavior, around
0: we don't have best behaviour you and I if we, it was do... without... <laughs> we don't have that
1: if it was without <laughs> the table yeah if we were able to just like walk around and stuff and have a buffet that would have been fine we could have walked
0: around anyway just got up in the middle and <laughs> that... gone
1: what's up Janet Ellis <laughs> That would have been fine but put us at a table and make us behave.
0: It's just weird. It was so weird. Weird because dinner parties are weird to us anyway, but but like a billion times weirder for me because I'm sat next to someone I grew up watching on Kids TV. Bizarre. Absolutely bizarre. I should say as well, though, again, my, our friend is, again, lovely. And Janet yeah, Ellis we, we was, love her. Janet yeah. Ellis was oh, lovely. Oh, yeah,
1: everyone there was really lovely. All of
0: them a lot posher than we It are. was
1: just having to sit at a table and be sensible and sort of go, mm, that's a lovely.
0: Oh, small beat. talk. Oh, my God, small talk. They were talking about rugby. You remember that? Oh, was it rugby
1: or cricket?
0: i got a feeling it might have been Rugby. Oh, it was, yeah, it might have been cricket as well, probably. They were, but I think they were trying to fish for things that I might have been interested in.
1: That was like, they were fishing in the wrong direction. Yeah. Or well, the fish yeah. in the other direction. And they were Everyone. trying to find
0: things they could talk to me about. Oh, no. Oh.
1: oh no, and they picked rugby. We were so stressed oh, no.
0: afterwards, weren't we?
1: <laughs> we had to decompress. We
0: were really stressed afterwards because it was like that was a nightmare. Uh, let's move we're on not gonna say. another as we are talking about Meridian.com not our dinner party
1: yeah my turn yeah the next letter is from John Winfield who would like to be known as either Woolworths or Pooh
0: he doesn't get to say he
1: why? doesn't get to choose
0: his own nickname
1: why not also
0: what's Woolworths or Pooh got to do with John Winfield
1: Win, Winfield the Pooh
0: Winnie oh, okay see uh, that's not what I want to call him June what? Why? June Whitfield was a British. <laughs> Wait, sick... June
1: D U N E or yeah J U N
0: E June Whitfield.
1: Like sand June.
0: Oh my God, June, June, June. The name, the girl's name, June.
1: Like June, June from Jane the sale. June.
0: No, June as in June Whitfield, the actress.
1: Okay. June Whitfield. His surname's not Whitfield. It's twice funny? I like Winnie the Winfield the Pooh. Right, better you can or. call
0: him Winfield the Pooh. I'm calling him June
1: all right then hi paul and sanya just a quick message this first time expect a grendel epic when you get to marbles oh god that's
0: gonna be a long post bag god help us i
1: hope i have enough to say about marbles this has Uh, been worrying why
0: it's a double album
1: i know but like you know when you've bigged something up it's like when we got to this strange engine the song because it's so epic It's almost like you can't do it justice. Uh, Part of the problem problem with
0: this strange engine for me is it's very linear in its narrative, its story. I don't think, and it's very, very surface.
1: But what about the music?
0: Yeah, I know. We just said it was good, didn't we, basically? We didn't say a lot. I think that was partly because I was just sort of bored of the album as a whole by that point, unfortunately. Uh, We will. I hope
1: I have enough to say about Marvel.
0: You're worrying unduly. Anyway. Unduly. Is it, is it unduly with a d or a J? The, it, the D or j what's that? Oh.
1: Um, that's getting so old stop mm, it stop it please stop. I'm saying that to myself not to you by the way um,
0: oh so I can keep doing it what's that yeah
1: you can keep doing it because you're cute and funny when you do am it am I oh well yeah. she's back when I up. do it I'm just like please stop um anyway first thanks for the podcast and to Aunt name checking you in the corona diaries so that I could find you hi
0: oh, awesome well done June
1: also, thanks to you for the ghosts of Prip prat. Oh, that's a tough one to say. Oh. Thanks to you. <laughs> thanks to you for the ghosts of Prip Yat. Prip Review. I immediately checked it out and it's amazing. How could I how, how could this have passed by me? Just to say, I never felt any sort of stigma or embarrassment admitting to be a Meridian fan. I have many music guilty pleasures, but no one has ever given me a hard time for enjoying Marillion. Lastly, I love the fact that when Marillion and also Steve Wilson announce a new release, you have no idea what you're going to get. But you also absolutely know that it won't be a copy of anything that they've already released. That's exciting and not anything to be scared of, Paul. Gosh, imagine if Steve tackles rap this next release... Oh, oh, and you know you never know you just might like it that's all for now take care both keep up the good work John or Winnie the Woolworths poo or
0: oh, June Um. well rap <laughs> yeah well H does claim he, he raps on an arachnophobia yeah I know yeah. that's why I
1: can't wait Um,
0: I'm not scared of Marillion doing something different right ever mm-hmm. my issue isn't that with these albums with these three albums I think they're too derivative and too dull they're not adventurous enough that's my problem with those three albums they're derivative and and lacking a certain identity yeah as we sort of said at the top they don't have the Meridian identity on them and that doesn't mean writing songs that sound like what came before for instance actnophobia I think a song like quartz is very meridian partly because it doesn't sound like anyone else or anything that they've done mm. what you have with dotcom and radiation is them trying to sound like other people too often
1: mm. and then that takes away some of the uniqueness the
0: magic mm. it's yeah you're you're stirring another ingredient into the mix that you don't need because you've got five people who are brilliant at what they do when they let themselves be themselves. So I'm not scared of... the. I I expect it from Meridian albums to not sound like what came before. And yeah, I I may be nervous about the next Meridian album being upbeat and up-tempo and high energy because when they've used those sort of words before, they're to describe songs like most toys or whatever is wrong with you or... They're bad songs, basically. Mm. They're high energy, up-tempo stuff. Things like Paper Lies that are stuck in there to give an album a a, a lift. And I don't think it's what they do best. And I don't think broadly the audience think that's what they do best. Um, Well,
1: judging by the comments on their Facebook page... I'm not sure that's entirely accurate no, people, because there are a lot of people going. Yes, can't wait for more upbeats. People stuff. don't that's know exactly what they what want. We need.
0: People don't know what they want. I only
1: saw a couple of people actually going. You sure that's a good idea? There were so many comments saying we can't wait for upbeats.
0: People don't stuff. know what they want broadly until they get it.
1: So you're uh, saying that they're wrong? They that well, they're wrong about what they're looking forward to.
0: The majority of people are stupid. <laughs> at least fifty. At least fifty percent of oh people. At least fifty percent of people are idiots.
1: Wow. And
0: yeah, they don't know what they want. Wow. And they're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, in the fifty percent of people that is isn't an idiot and is always <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm looking forward to the next album, given that H did say in a recent. Uh, video. Uh, sorry, I got distracted by thinking about that video and how he held it with his f- phone in portrait mode and sort <laughs> of looking down. It was yeah. Oh, I didn't even. It was actually that. Chai said on um, Twitter. It was very kind of grand on Facetime energy. Uh, yeah, I. Um, yeah, he sort of said there's some lovely, beautiful, arty, artier, artier moments, which is good. You know, I just hope that it isn't an album of most toys or heavy stuff. I hope high energy and up tempo doesn't equate to them trying to be heavy, mm. because the whole of the Fish era, I think, is high energy.
1: It is very high energy,
0: and I think very I, high I energy. I would class I would class Holidays in Eden as a high energy album. I would class the of Sunlight is broadly a high energy album. I think I really? think there's energy in uh Caspacho and yeah I suppose, uh, I think yeah. there is in obviously cannibal surf babe
1: yeah that is true
0: but but sometimes when they indulge their heavier side it, it's just it's just not what they do best let's face it you know it don't don't say something please because I know oh, no, you agree s- with me
1: I'm just I'm nodding <laughs> but I'm also thinking of all those people in the in the comments I,
0: I, I've explained that they stupid (laughs) alright let's um, let's do one last letter alright from our friend Pete Pyjamas (laughs) I love the fact that Pete by the way is uh, I know he's a patron uh, www.patreon.com slash mrbiffo so Pete has been exposed to all of our other stuff that we do which isn't BMPod related which a lot of it's quite weird isn't it yes um but Pete seems to have sort of started indulging in it uh, <laughs> and embracing it. <laughs> uh, judging from the image that he sent, but I, <laughs> I love it. I love I that love image. I love it, and I can't. I need to
1: print it out.
0: I can't really explain it without um, a whole opening I mean, a whole can of worms. But thank you, Pete.
1: And there's not even anywhere you could post it. Not oh. really. Yes, you can post it on the Twitter and.
0: Anyway uh so pete p j says for a nice change, I'll keep my thoughts on dot com shortish, not only because you mercifully ignored my long rambling email about radiation oh, did no. we? did we did we did you send us an email about radiation Pete oh, sorry
1: really sorry, that would have been my fault,
0: yeah Oh no! If yeah, just to let you know, everyone, if a letter doesn't get read out, it's Sanya's fault. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and also if it if, is. if your letter gets read out two uh, two lots of post bags. So if your letter gets read out twice, <laughs> one week o-
1: and then the next,
0: that's also Sanya's fault. Because what happened this week, it would have been edited out by this point. We read two letters, and that... we
1: were like, "This one sounds really. Yeah, familiar. Why are these we're letters not...? about but then radiation? I wasn't sure, if I already read it <laughs> when the... it came in as an email, yeah. but. I try not to do that.
0: I was thinking, why, why are they talking about radiation? We covered that.
1: I was thinking, this sounds really familiar.
0: Anyway, we did two whole... Um, anyway,
1: letters. but I'm really sorry, Pete.
0: Yeah, sorry, Pete. Um, anyway, he says, uh, <laughs> summary, I actually like it a lot. Uh, my mum told me, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. Honestly, <laughs> .com is one of my lesser-listened-to Murillo albums. I He does actually say Murillo albums, Sorry. I don't think I feel strongly enough to say there are any utter steamers on there, but it doesn't win any prizes for me either. I like the upbeat clappiness of Rich, but can't stand the sax-tastic deserve. Oh, yeah. Although in defence, I think it stood up okay when they played it live. I think this was the period where they did the Zodiac shows and came, to complete, came complete with a proper sax player instead of the cricket bat. Yes.
1: Really? They what? They had a live sax player on stage?
0: Yes, although now that's thrown my whole Was this the era oh, the of netting. the net curtain? Unless
1: Inter- the sax player was behind the net curtain.
0: Can someone tell me what, what era? And when I say someone, I know it's either going to be Pedantony or our friend Rich. Uh, who tell me? Can you tell me which tour it was that had the net curtain? <laughs> Please. One of you. I could just ask you on Facebook, but let's do it like this. Um... Bill and Bastard Radio is probably at the bottom of the heat we deserve, but yes, I always it is. yes it is. Always like Tumble Down the Years just because it's a nice little tune. It is, but it's unfinished. High point, probably the album cover. I just liked it. Dunno why. Seemed interesting and well put together. Musically go. I don't think it was a real favourite at the time. Probably more down to the vibe from the first Albert Hall show we travelled from New Zealand to attend. Oh, wow. Granted, I was overdue catching up with family and friends too, but if you're going to sit on a plane for 24 hours, you may as well schedule your entire trip around a Meridian gig. Wasn't the first time, hopefully, won't be the last. My better half is very tolerant. Oh. Come and join the gang.
1: I've got to say, oh, I've got to say, I, I just said I'd a like nice to... thing about you. Oh, did you? What did you say? Fine, now
0: you ignore no, it. To I told you me. you forget me. Remember that? <laughs> no, I said earlier. <laughs> no, I always I, remember how I you. get forgotten. You're
1: always in my memories.
0: <laughs> you can listen back to the podcast um, and hear, hear me saying the nice thing. Oh okay. Um,
1: here's a question for you. What's the furthest that you've ever travelled to go to a gig?
0: What's the furthest I've travelled. Well, because
1: Pete's travelled yeah. all the way from New Zealand. Uh, oh yeah,
0: it's nowhere near that. <laughs> yeah, nothing, nothing compares to that. Furthest I've gone, Holland.
1: Really? You've never well, actually when saying been... that. I wonder
0: if Port Zealand is um, is nearer than Inverness to.
1: Oh, that's a good question. Because I saw them, yeah, I saw them in in is so quick to fly to. Yeah. you never been to uh, a gig in the States when you've flown over there?
0: No, I've never been to a show in the, the America, but unless you count the Blue Man group.
1: Mm.
0: It's not. Well, they're it's more it's a theatre. Yeah, it's, it's a theatre thing. That was a joke. Oh. Anyway, he says, um, in one of the earlier podcasts, Paul seemed deeply devastated that he didn't get his photo on the dot-com cover. I think couldn't be asked was the phrase used. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much why I'm not there either. In hindsight, I'd far rather have had my mugshot on there than my name lost in a huge list of the crowdfunded albums that followed. Oh, well. In any case, to rectify the situation, I used the whole five minutes of my lunch break to knock out the attached. Think of it as a birthday card. It was my birthday recently, by the way, anyone, if you want to buy me a belated present. Um, and Pete is referring to the image that he sent me. Yeah, I
1: love that image. It's great. It's really cool.
0: So I think that'll do for this week. Yes. Given that we've been talking a long time, given we read out two book-length emails that aren't going to be included in the episode.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't even know how that happened.
0: Let's not worry about it. H, H read out one segment of his diary tr- twice. Don't forget.
1: Did he? Yeah. Oh, okay. Was so
0: bad.
1: <laughs> but that that but literally I. And it got have left no in, clue but I how it. if that was because I wouldn't have copied and pasted them in.
0: It's not the time to worry about it. We're in the middle of the podcast. It's not true. the time to work that out. Um, right, everyone. Uh, that's it then for this week. We're going to be doing this dot com post bag again next week. Not the same one, obviously. With hopefully, the,
1: maybe a bit more of a nineties retrospective sprinkle thrown in.
0: Well, we did that already at the top. But we might, oh, you said might you just, might
1: have more to say. I
0: might if I have a think about it. But or we might just save that for its own episode, given that we have fifty-five pages of letters to read out. Fifty-five. We don't have fifty-five
1: left. Plus.
0: We have four. Two, do you know? I mean, we've got left forty-five.
1: Three of those were. Um,
0: yes. Doubles. Yeah. Okay. Um, go tell people about us. Go subscribe to us if you haven't already. Leave us a nice review on iTunes. Um, I don't know. Tell people about us on Reddit or Twitter or Facebook or wherever. Just be nice about us and um, get some other Meridian fans on board because I think they might enjoy what we do. And they can start from the beginning and go on the journey. That's it. I haven't got a better way to wrap this up. What's the uh, rapper? (laughs) <laughs> I've realised something really bad everyone thinks I laugh at my own jokes you what, do yeah okay I do what they can't hear is mm. you also laughing at them because you laugh silently
1: <laughs> yeah that's true yeah
0: you that's so I'm just like laughing silent a, laugh it sounds like I'm laughing in a void while you're sitting there stony face you do laugh at I do
1: me. laugh I do laugh I just have a quiet laugh yeah unless something's like really really funny or we're in a really inappropriate situation like a quiet posh dinner party yeah and then I'll just laugh loudly yeah. and noise. I had
0: to cover for you didn't I and say it no
1: was... I covered for myself by making up some weird story about our garden
0: oh yeah that's right. which
1: wasn't funny but I had to try and make it oh, seem like it was our in my... garden yeah ah. it was linked to the conversation
0: the worst thing is about the whole dinner party thing yeah this is I still feel bad because they had quite a big posh house with mm. a really posh garden with a gardener Mm-hmm. Our garden looks like the Somme.
1: Yeah, I uh, think that's what I brought
0: up. And there in, was no way, my story. There was no way to remain friends without, because I think that's the the, the the courtesy is you then invite them for dinner.
1: Right. We're
0: too embarrassed to do that. So <laughs> I haven't sorry. spoken to her in about four years.
1: I oh know, we really love her. She's lovely,
0: but I feel I haven't spoken to her in that but long. But there's
1: no way we could, we just couldn't reciprocate because we haven't got the skill set to do that.
0: No. We're not
1: capable of making a dinner party. We're
0: shambolic human beings. Ultimately, what,
1: how, what are we even? How did we reach the age we're at?
0: Don't know. Oh,
1: there you go. Runs in the family. There you
0: go. Smashing up the house upstairs. Right, let's get out of here. All right. See you later. Bye, everyone. everyone.